All right, this is episode 19 of Quitters Never Give Up. I'm Christopher Rosales. With me, as always, is Jennifer Sunshine, Edwin Buckshot Miller, and Linz Gay, LPZ, from her car. Today, we're going to talk, we're going to do the week that was 2010 and the podcast roundup that features Buckshot sipping some tea. All right, so we'll start with the podcast roundup. First off, we'll start with the Ralph report. Ralph finished his pilot script, so good luck to Ralph. Deep Blue Something at Breakfast at Tiffany's was the one-hit wonder. They had a movie vault featuring high school and college-themed movies. Cicadia Talk, where they're going to eat some chocolate-covered cicadias for a Munch and Monday. The Ralph Report has some new segments. Uh, they're going to start doing Born to be Alive, which is basically who was born on this day of history. So it's kind of the answer to Hello Death. And then they're going to do a Garmy game show every Friday where the listeners can win cash or and prizes, cash not included. Now, uh, the biggest thing for me, this listening, was Sex You. A listener asked, why do strippers have stage names? Um, so Ralph went through the top 100 best stripper stage names. And then, of course, why straight stage names? Ralph said it was for mystique, for a psychological thing. But mainly, we all know, because men are awful and uh, just would follow and harass these women after they worked. And then uh, Angry Ralph made an appearance, which I thought was pretty funny for Edwin. Aria. Aria. A-R-I-A, Aria. No. As in uh, the, the song a, uh, a soprano would sing in an opera, an aria. No, it's too complicated. No, it's not complicated. It's four letters. I just don't like it. Aria. It's a lovely name, no. Aria. No. Why is, you, why is that complicated Because it brings up to me questions like, what Aria, what is that? Where'd you get that from? What is that? You're too busy thinking about how she got this name. Yeah, like Edwin. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Who would give Aria that Aria and Edwin someone? are not the same. Very much the Edwin's same. a common name. Aria is not. Edwin's a common name. More common than Aria. If, if it's 1894, maybe it's common. Edwin. Edwin. Ralph giving some, uh, some of that angry Ralph to, to Eddie over not understanding what Aria is. Well, we were all surprised. Why didn't he mention Edwin, the great comedian, the FBI, or Edwin from La Mirada, his old pal? I, I don't know, but. Very disappointed in that. Well, then isn't there that it's in Las Vegas, right on the strip? Isn't it? It might be a hotel, but it's called the Aria or the Aria Center, right? Yeah, but I don't I guess they don't serve like chicken fingers there. So Eddie doesn't know about it. <laughs> All right, let's move over to Janky Town. This week they talked about uh, Omar still being undecided about Lakers or Clippers. To me, I know the Lakers lost this week, but the you know, the Clippers are just this consistent flow of sorrow and loss and I just, I don't, I wouldn't recommend ever being a Clipper fan. Um, and then speaking of the Clippers, they discussed how Dave loves trash and taking out the trash. And Dave's also a Clipper fan. There was the title of the episode. I know a lot of people were turned off. I know Edwin, the hell's up with the episode called Diarrhea Coin. But it was a pretty interesting episode because they had a friend of theirs on named Oz to discuss basically cryptocurrency. And Diarrhea Coin is an actual cryptocurrency. I have listened to a bunch of podcasts on cryptocurrency i don't know anything about cryptocurrency and every time someone explains cryptocurrency to me it, it always feels like it's more complicated than it should be do you guys know anything about cryptocurrency no and i totally agree with you and they have a guy on that weekend i was intently listening to that uh part of it because i wanted to learn and then he's talking about mining and i'm like how, what are you mining how do you i'm not mining for gold i know how to do that but i was like yeah. I still don't get how they mine or are they getting into other people's computers to mine? Isn't that a hack? I'm with you because I'd listen to that just because I know nothing about cryptocurrency. And I thought, okay, this might be boring. 
but maybe I can learn something. And I felt like I knew less when he was done, but that could be my fault. <laughs> Lindsay, Thanks. you're the, you're the, you're the one that knows all the new things. Tell us, what is it? Uh, it's a way to pay for things. Just a side note on Janky Town, I always listen to like the first 30 seconds. And if it's poopy talk, I'm like, well, Christopher's got Janky Town this week. So, <laughs> so the next thing on, on, on Janky Town is Dave Sanchez versus Beer Mug. They basically challenge each other to a boxing match, which brings me to is this the long awaited Lita and Reseda 2? No, this is the drunk boxing that K Rock wouldn't let them do back in 2007. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I remember that. I always name something to the leader in Reseda with boxing. Yeah. But in this clip, they're talking about the rules, or at least Beer Mug is talking about the rules. <laughs> oh, so no rules to our backyard boxing match? Do uh, donkey punches? Okay, good. We're yeah. good. Here we go. Does anybody know what a donkey punch is? Yes, and I think that's about enough of that topic. Agreed. I once well, they made the mistake of looking up some terms that Kevin used on the air. And I can't unlearn them now. Mm-hmm. And that was well, one of them. They addressed that after they played the theme song. By the way, uh, I, you know, I meant ho- to say, ho- hold, on, hold on, Dave. No, no, I meant to say yeah. rabbit punches because donkey punches would have meant that we were having sex. <laughs> yeah, it was a sex move, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah. yeah, okay, donkey punches. Yeah, let's go for it. No, uh, but I thought, I thought it was intro. in for a, like a, a weird treat. Like, oh man, I, you know what? I, this is kind of disgusting, but yet I'm aroused and very interested in seeing this. <laughs> All right, never mind. Yeah, so they, they really misspoke with what they said the rules were going to be. I can't wait for the bleed in Reseda 2 or the drunk boxing, whichever it is. I, I, I'm excited about that more than the uh, upcoming uh, game night. Well, they keep talking yeah. about doing a live event. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it I'd go to be. that. If I it's rabbit be. punches. If it's rabbit punches, yes. If it's <laughs> the other thing, no. That can go on their OnlyFans page. Um, moving on to Cupertino chat with Ellie and Bean. Let's get into the crowd cast with Kevin. So one of the bonus features for the Colossal Disaster and Stalker level is a monthly crowdcast. And this month's crowdcast featured the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Ryder. It was so good to hear them all together. Funniest thing was Kevin had the tiniest microphone he was talking into. He was just holding up this little microphone. They talked Kevin's book. Um, Bean asked if Kevin would interview Rodney, which was pretty hilarious. They played Bean Makes His Guest with it. And in true fashion, the Bean Makes His Guest was the worst list ever featuring Ranker's list of the best all-time, all-time best comedy movies. And number one was Blazing Saddles. So if we can play a little game of does Lindsay know, does Lindsay know Blazing Saddles? I know the movie. I think I've seen it. And I think there's something famous from it that I, uh, God, it'll come to me like 20 minutes from now. Oh, there's so many great quotes. (laughs) I don't know. But yes, I do know of the movie and maybe saw it at some point in my life. It's a funny movie, but I, the rest of the list was total garbage. The other list they had where Sideways was number one. Oh, I was going to say it's better than that list already because at it, least it, it had a real comedy at the top. Mm-hmm. Well, but it didn't have Airplane. It didn't have Summer School. It didn't have a whole bunch of other things. Well, I'm sorry. What was the list? Like the funniest movies of all time? Yes. Okay, no, I can see Blazing Saddles. And Blazing Saddles is a movie that could not be made today. Then we have Buckshot dipping some tea about the Mighty 690. He got a call in about uh, a famous radio station that uh, Ali and Bean talked about on a previous episode. 
Um, we heard from Edwin, our old friend from La Mirada, a frequent contributor to the Kevin and Bean Show and a cup of tea in the chat, and he was very excited, Allie, about something that you mentioned on the last episode. Oh, my God, Allie. This is listener Edwin. I can't okay. believe you referenced the Mighty 690. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. For you kids out there, there used to be this thing called radio oh. and AM mm-hmm. radio specifically, and they yeah. would play music. They chose it. You didn't choose it. You didn't stream it. But they were actually very similar to streaming because if they played a song, they played it like every 20 minutes. So, yeah. wow. Thank you, Allie, for making my day, the Mighty 690. That was epic. Uh, two things about Edwin's comment. One is he's not lying. 77 WABC, one of the biggest top 40 stations of the 1970s, their number one song of the week was played every 77 minutes. They advertised oh my gosh. every 77, a little more than an hour, you would hear that song again. That's a tight, tight rotation. Just like K-Rock and, and Chili Peppers. <laughs> yes. So yes, Edwin on a Cup of Tea and a Chat was an awesome call. I loved how they called him our old friend from La Mirada. A funny thing on that is they edited a couple of things out because I told in that call, I said the Mighty 690 used to play a little bit offbeat songs like Angel in Blue, which I thought was a B-side of Centerfold. That's an old Jay Giles song from the 80s. So I emailed Bean about this and he emails me back. No, Angel in Blue is not a B-side. It was a number 40s hit on its own in 1982. I looked it up and he was right. That's what I love about Bean. You cannot stump him on charts. Yeah, he he showed you, Edwin. Damn. And he was right too. It was amazing. Need some ice for and that. I I Sick don't burn. think. Yeah, I don't think he had to look that up either. I think that's just stuff he he keeps in his mind at all times. Well, and wasn't the Jay the Jay Giles band Angel is a Centerfold? That's right. Same song. Yeah, same band. Yeah. See, I thought Angel and Blue was a B side to Angel as a Centerfold, and being set me yeah. straight on that. Bean is just out there flaming Edwin on his radio knowledge. But that I think that was also the same call or the same segment where Bean said he wants to work on AM radio, right? Yes, he does. He, he totally to needs to. <laughs> and and uh, Allie brought up uh, the Tim Conway position, but Bean doesn't want to do talk radio. He wants to spin records on AM radio like uh, the 1950s. Well, I got so... to thinking, I don't know where you guys live, but in the L.A. area, there used to be a lot of AM music stations. And I don't know if there are any left anymore. How about you guys? We probably might not even listen to radio. I've only heard of news on AM radio and sports, but no, no music at all. Radio Disney was on AM when I was little. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and the, there was another kid's one, too. I can't remember what it was, but now I don't listen to the radio at all. Bean is a Hall of Fame, two-time Hall of Fame DJ. Famous in the LA rate area, so I don't understand why somebody won't pick him up at least for an hour or two on a day or something. I don't well, know. I Anyhow. would love to hear some AM music radio again. That would be amazing. Right. Please, Bean, well, we're, we're on your side. We want this too. All right. Speaking of um, other stuff to move on to, uh, Allie's moving to Maine. She bought a house while Mercury was in retrograde, which is always <laughs> a good idea, according to some listeners, I suppose. But that brings us to another conflicting part of the show where Allie got engaged to the Prince of La Puente. Someone called in, proposed to her, and she's getting married. It leaves us with so many questions. What happened to Seamus? Her imaginary husband. What does this mean for Shusha and Finnegan? How will this affect your move to Maine? Is Jay going to just pull a Prince Harry and leave his La Puente royal family and go to Maine? Then once she gets married, will Allie now be Bean's most favorite royal? She replaced the queen. Ooh, Will she? Good one. 
And will the Duke of Tarzana attend the wedding? <laughs> he may conduct it. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. What about the mayor of Sunset? Oh, my God. Oh. It's getting better and better. He could give away <laughs> the bride. That reminds me on the uh, Kevin and Bean Social Club. They had a couple of pictures in the last couple of weeks of Kevin and Bean performing weddings. Yeah. So they were dressed up as friars for Lightning's wedding. And then there was another one just, I think, today or yesterday. A lot of wedding information on the uh, the Facebook page. Yeah, Kevin and Bean, they, they figured out that on online you could just sign up and become a minister and perform weddings. But so wasn't that, that a cruise that they went on? And then like a bunch of people on that, like a, you know, harbor cruise, whatever. And then a bunch of people on that cruise got married and they were marrying those folks, right? Well, they had a, it was called, I forgot what it was called. But it was a group of them. It was a group of listeners, right? Yeah, that was a, a remote, yeah, a singles party or something. Oh, uh, the crowded houseboat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Crowded house was playing the boat at everybody's wedding. I think they've married people like more than once, which is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I think they've done a few ceremonies. It's like Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith does that sometimes on Hollywood Babylon. It, this is a question for Lindsay. So Lindsay's not married. So if you were to get married, would you want somebody like a Ralph, a Kevin, or Bean to be the minister at your wedding? If my future husband and I were that big, were Kevin and Bean fans, um, perhaps that would be a, a comedy. But as far as the way that my family would view that, I think that'd be a, a, <laughs> quite a large nope. Yeah, I, I always know. wondered about people that would have a couple of Yahoo DJs that I love, of course, do their uh, wedding, though. <laughs> I would love to know the batting average for all the weddings they did, if any of them are still together. Well, I just got married. What I did was we got married in the court, but then we had a get-together with everybody that just kind of do a, a reception, and we did a little ceremony because nobody could be there because of COVID. And so what we did was we had our two youngest daughters do the wedding. Wow! So my five-year-old and seven-year-old did the whole, we are gathered here today, Yada, 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 you can now kiss mommy. Wow. I love that. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So it, it was kind of my idea. So I take credit for it. But, That's awesome. you know, they were able to pull it off. They're really good with words and songs and just memorizing things like that. I was worried that they'd freak out and we'd have to do something else in the middle of it. But <laughs> they they just they pull through like true performers. That's lovely. That's really cool. Very cute. Moving on. I guess we should take this moment to wrap up the roundup by talking about what all of the podcasts talked about, which was the Friends reunion. The best way that I can describe how I feel about it is uh, with this clip from Cappuccino Chat. Uh, um, no! I really had no interest in it. I don't, and forget that I was never really a Friends fan, but this isn't a new show. This isn't like a new episode. You don't find out what happened to any of the characters. They just kind of sat down and talked for a little while. And they had to be paid like millions of dollars to do this. They had to be paid like two to three million dollars to sit around and talk Just about like us to do this podcast. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and then the best thing is they didn't want to do it because they're like saying they're not going to do this ever again. It's not like they're saying, you know what? HBO rounds up another mill. We'll come back next year and do it again and break down season two or one. No, they're like, we're never seeing each other again. I don't want to be in this room with these people. So I don't understand why everybody's watching this and freaking out about it and talking about it and crying over it. Yeah, didn't I mean, Allie say she cried? Yeah. Yes. Well, Allie cries over commercials too, so that's not a big deal, but still. Yeah. This isn't even really a podcast. I mean, it's not It's not a show, it's a podcast or, or an mm -hmm. after show special like The Walking Dead. You know? Yeah, Talking Dead, yes. 
Yeah, like the Talking Dead. That's a great comparison. Yeah. Was Lindsay a Friends fan? It ended when I was in high school, so I was a big fan. I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm too old for that. My sisters loved it. I'd go to the house for any family function, and it's Ross and Rachel, and I'm like, please get me out of here. All right. Well, that's our roundup. That's my little rant about Friends. Okay, the week that was 2010. This was one of the things I really loved about the Kevin and Bean show, how things just kind of came out of nowhere. And we were talking about how janky things can be. So Ralph was counting down the top movies of the weekend. Then in at number six, I couldn't be more excited and pleased for these people. A documentary called Best Worst Movie. Oh, yeah. It's number six at the box office no this wow. weekend. Amazing. A little over $6 million. Wow. For a tiny little documentary about a horrible movie called Troll 2, <laughs> that $6 is million dollars is a massive, massive number. Now, this was a documentary about, like, one of the worst movies in history. And they had the director on. So now Ralph reports it was number six, and it made, like, what did he say, $6 million? So they're very happy. Well... Let's see what happened a little bit later. Here's the thing I'd like to correct. Uh, best worst movie, although still one of our favorite movies of the year. It's a great documentary. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah, it's not sixth in the top ten movies this weekend. Oh, that's not. That no. seemed unlikely, but we were all I was impressed. <laughs> it, I was shocked, It actually. said here on the list that it made $6 million over the weekend. Right. That number is off by around... Uh, $5,995,000. Oh. We spent all this time talking about how crazy it was that it made that much money. It was so crazy. It was as if Bono was backstage at a Renaissance Fair. <laughs> so they made hundred grand. <laughs> how much did they make, Ralph? Oh. Come on. We made about $5,000. Wow! <laughs> That's a low price. In, in box office receipts, oh. they were about 61st this weekend in terms of money-making films. Yeah. That's a sizable discrepancy. That's, that's, just, that's like just one zero, by the way. That's a lot of, yeah. that's a huge difference. That's a big difference. What was number six? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. All right. I'm going to say letters to Juliet. So you're Why saying not? instead of six million, it got five thousand dollars? Yeah. All right. It's only in two theaters <laughs> <laughs> right now. I believe it's in one here in Los Angeles, you're another the one in New York. Least reliable. <laughs> so I would like ever. to make a quick correction and uh, apologize to How I Trained My Dragon or whatever that movie is, which is actually on the list. That's tenth on the list. Everything else moves up a slot. So oh, wow, that's great. Uh, my apologies. So I I laughed my ass off when I was listening to that old show. That that's very Kevin and Bean, very janky-ish. Have you guys seen Troll Two? Oh, I looked it up the other day. I wanted to watch the documentary and the original movie, and I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. That movie is so bad, and it becomes hilarious really fast because the trolls are vegetarian, but they eat people because they turn people into plants so that they can eat them. Is this an animated movie? Nope. Well, this is from the eighties. It's called Troll. And it's basically catching on that whole Gremlins theme where, okay. you know, okay. these little monsters come after you. And so they did Troll, Troll 2, which had nothing to do with Troll 1 and was really bad. So bad it was hilarious. Yeah. After this, Kevin and Bean start going into like deep dives on Troll and Troll 2. So they're going to be, Eddie's going to listen to a lot of clips. Oh, nice. It's going to be awesome. Now, this was a big deal to me because I consider myself kind of like Indiana Jones. I'm going through the catacombs, trying to find old dusty scrolls. 
And what did I come across? A very important segment on Kevin and Bean. Bean um, is not the same as you and I. <laughs> He's very different. And there's something about human death that he revels in. Bean loves it. He's fascinated by it. It's not even fascinated as much as his joy. His joy is the only thing that truly makes him happy. The weirder the, the situation, the happier he is. First of all, the situation is still alive, so that's a bad uh, With bad great example. abs, I hear. Sec- second of all... You love it. You love uh, it. I, enjoy, I do enjoy hearing about it because, look, hear my whole thing. Do you have a painting of the rat that brought the plague <laughs> on your wall at home? You can't get more death than that. You have that? <laughs> How many people died of the I bubonic do, uh, plague? I actually do have that. I do, that's, that's his hero. That's his, that rat is his hero because that it involved. Rat, that rat was the bomb. That rat yeah. killed more humans than any other rat in history. <laughs> that rat said, think I won't? No, I do, uh, I do enjoy death, and that's why Kevin thought it might be a good idea to debut a new feature today here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death so much. Bean loves death any time of day. He gets all giddy and screams hooray. There's something wrong in his head. Death. We don't know what's wrong with Bean, but now you'll get to see what we mean. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death. I, 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 I love death. <laughs> uh, thank you, Omar. I'd like to introduce him to death after hearing that intro. So if you ever are in a bar bet, you can tell them June 2nd, 2010 was the first Bean Loves Death. That was that first jingle, and that's where it started. And Bean just did a Bean Loves Death on Monday's cup of tea. So he's still that's doing right. that segment. Yeah, but it's funny. Bean will cry if you talk about a doggy, you know, that broke his paw. But he just, he revels in human death. Yeah, they were talking about the bear that got pushed by the teenager. And yeah. his first thought was, I hope that bear is okay. That's very Bean, isn't it? Well, and then I, I wonder, too. So obviously, I live in the forest, so I have bears, right? And But I wonder, too, what that situation was. Because was that the... Uh, the mama bear that was coming over, my guess is they left the dog food outside and the bear smelled it and was coming for food because they were hungry. And and they were so hungry that they were, he was, it was kind of funny to watch him swipe at the dogs, like, get out of my way, I'm hungry. Um, whereas like we have bears up here, you rarely see them. Um, I did come across one once here and it just... Once it saw me, it ran off. Like they want nothing to do with humans. So I'm wondering two different. I know bears in Tahoe. There's a bigger problem. They're used to humans. Obviously Yosemite, Southern California has some areas. So I wonder if it was just kind of more in an area with more bear activity, where they're just coming for food because they can't. Well, it was in the San Gabriel Valley. She had her cubs with her, and I think yes, there was dog food left out. Mm -hmm. But it's not an area that normally has bears. Oh, okay. So. Um, I she was swiping at the bear, yeah the bear was swiping at the dog, and yeah. that girl was lucky the bear was on a ledge because that was the only way she was able to get that bear to get out and get on mm-hmm. safety. Yeah, I'll say, I mean, yeah. try pushing a bear that's not on a ledge. I think you're gonna have a problem. Yeah. yeah, when I went camping, I ran into a bear, and it is not fun. They they are pretty scary. They're bigger than you could ever imagine. Oh yeah, I was working in Tahoe, and I pulled up. And I had my uh, golden retriever with me and I got out of the car, going to the office, which was right on right where the, the uh, dam is at Tahoe Lake. So I get out of the car and there's just this big ass fucking bear just sitting there. There's this, 
and it's the shittiest wire little fence, right? But he's just sitting there and he sees me come around, looks at me like, I can't get out. And I'm like, with my dog, I'm like, get back in the car, get back in the car, get back in the car. <laughs> it's the last thing I need is my dog, right? So I throw her back in the truck and my office was upstairs. So I kind of, I'm taking photos, right? I go upstairs and I look down and he's looking up at me like, I can't get out. <laughs> fucking kidding me. He walks over, he came down this one trail, but then he went over to this fence over here, goes to the fence, looks back up at me like, I can't get out. So I go up, I throw myself upstairs and I'm just like, okay, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? He's basically stuck in the yard. And so I go back downstairs and fortunately some dude's riding by on a bike. And he, and then the, and the bear had walked around to this other gate that's usually open. And I waved the biker down. I'm like, can you help me with this? And so I'm like, you go call him over there on that side. I'll open the gate and we'll let him out. And sure enough, he just didn't remember how, to, how he got in, but he knew he couldn't get out. And so sure enough, we opened the gate and he just kind of walked by and kind of like, okay, thanks, couldn't get out. So, but I mean, I, you're just like this the fucking time. Let's shoot the fucking bear. It's bear, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But he didn't care. He, he just wanted food or wherever he was trying to get to. Um, so no, that can be scary as fuck. Well, I love and Jennifer's dumb. bear voice. We need more of that. <laughs> yes. But he was, he was just so like lumbering, like, I can't get out. Like, I'm stuck in a fence. And he could have just put his little paw, it was like the Thinnest little wire. He could put his paw and just knock the fence down. But instead, he's sitting there, like on this bench, like I can't get out. <laughs> like it was so funny. He must have got into shit. an edible. It's funny when you look back, huh? He must have got into an edible. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry, this is a shout out to Drew. We don't need you anymore. We got Jennifer to do our <laughs> real bad animal voices. The stuck yeah. bear. That's coming up. I'll do bear voices any day. Okay, Aaron. Let's just do one more thing. One thing I missed from the Kevin and Bean show is they would bring the latest viral video or the hot show or whatever stuff that us olds don't really know what's going on. And this is something they discovered. I think it was June 3rd, 2010. How many emails you get yesterday? People could not get this song out of their head. So you were one of the ones who was stuck with it yesterday, right? Oh, totally. So th this, is, this is for you. You're welcome in advance. Well, those guys saved a lot of money on dictionaries because there was like three songs in, or three words in that whole song. Love and that I, so much. I brought that in because I just wanted to see what Lindsay would do. I'm so great. excited. I love that song. I like I told all my non-Kevin and Bean friends about it. I got everybody into it. I was super into that song and still am. Okay, so that's the week that was 2010. Speaking of Edwin Bean saying he's an old, uh, we had that conversation about A on the on the chat on my thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's bring this up. Is that a real deal? That's yes. a real deal. Say what it is, Lindsay. Okay, hold on. I, I need to pull up the article that was sent because it has okay. a really good quote on it. But basically, you use the word K to say, like, I'm really pissed at you and I'm only going to respond one. I know I know that's not what you meant, but I've had to explain this to my, uh, my parents as well. K is a very short, terse response to yeah. most situations. You don't want to get a message just K from your Wait, wife. Is that if it's a capital K or a little K? Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. 
Okay, let's vote on this because I've never heard this before. Oh, I have. I There's no voting on it. It's it's a it's a thing. Yeah. I apologize. So okay, wait. So there's putting the letter K, right? Or putting OK or putting O K A Y. Which one's allowed? Just K is the offensive one. Okay. okay. There's OK, which is the capital O and the K, which is normal. And then O K A Y, which is what your autocorrect will kind of like put in there. Um, but when you put in K, you're mad at whoever you're saying K to. All right. I've been telling everybody I know to F off then for like 20 years. Okay, yeah, here's the quote. Much. Hold on one second. Here is the quote from this article. When you send a K, what you're saying is, I don't care what you said and I don't want to talk to you anymore. Or as Urban Dictionary so eloquently puts it, the text you received from your girlfriend really meaning fuck you. A single K is cold and it cuts quick but deep. And if you get a K period, don't go home for at least 48 hours. Oakley doakley. <laughs> yeah, if you get a K back, you got to go back to your text messages, see if you are, you know, spelled something wrong or put something in or you got to you got to kind of investigate a little bit before you reply. Yeah, girls use K as a as a weapon. Well, I'm okay, sure I most people that. do, but it is it is a, a relationship weapon. It is a friendship weapon. It's it's a powerful little letter, that little K. And, and then if you get a KK, you're talking to somebody that's a teenager. Oh, Every yeah. customer that texts me a question, when we're done, I always put K. So I guess that's why I lost so much business this year. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I'm just yeah. joking. That never happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Live and learn, I guess. Yes. I try to so... respond in gifts when I'm texting just because it gets, I don't know, people start asking. I hate texting. I don't, the thumb thing doesn't work for me. So my mom or my sister or whatever, they start getting, I just find a funny gift and send it off and I'm done. Or a gif, however you want to put it. A gift? Gift. You send them a gift. gift and a gif. I, you know, I've heard of gifts and I've heard of gifs, but I've never heard of yeah. gifts. <laughs> I, I got in trouble because I sent my wife the Tiger King. I will never fin- financially recover from this gif. When she's like, I, I'm, I'm going to dinner. I'm taking the because uh, she said I'm taking the kids to the uh, Lucille's for lunch, and Lucille's kind of can be kind of pricey, and we have a whole bunch of kids. So I sent her the, I will never financially recover from this. She kind of got mad at me. That's like, I'm just joking. Response. That's a great, I, I approve that response. Yeah, like, it was it was a joke. It was plain because we got a bunch of kids. All right, well, that's our episode for today. Unless we got something else. Goodbye, Kay. Bye. 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 Love you all. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.